Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. What's happening, Rebels? Hope you're having a great week. We got some good pod for you today. Our friend Trisha Goyer back on the podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Care Of at TakeCareOf.com, the easiest way to find supplements and vitamins available. I've done it. It was super easy. I wouldn't lie to you. Check them out at TakeCareOf.com. Oh my goodness, this is a hilarious book. Trisha is, I mean, my goodness, it's such a real story. It is so nutty. It's called The Grumble-Free Year, 12 Months, 11 Family Members, and One Impossible Goal. We hear all the time just the, the grumble, you know, like you're on a long car trip, grumble, 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 and her family was experiencing that. They decided, can we do a grumble-free year? This is exactly how they did that, and maybe you could do it too. Let's dive into it. Here is Trisha Goyer on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. All right, we're live. Hello, everybody. What's happening, Rebels? So good to see you today. It's been a while. It has. It feels like it's been forever. <laughs> I know. It and people listening to the but... podcast are like, it was yesterday. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. But we're recording this live. <laughs> We've got our friend Trisha Goyer on the podcast today. Trisha, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, I always love so, chatting with you guys. My goodness. We love talking to you. We are I can't, excited. This is a good one. So you've got the Grumble Free Year. Yeah. Which I got to tell you, I like grumbling. Like, <laughs> he was just grumbling. I was. So I quit sugar. I think today's day nine. No sugar, no grain. And oh, my goodness. I feel like I'm entitled to, to grumble. grumble a little bit. And here's the truth. It's not that hard. Like, I can't imagine doing this 20 years ago. Like, it's so easy to do it today. Like, there's a bunch of pizzas you can eat that are grain free. There's monk fruit sweetener that makes everything feel like you're cheating. Like legitimately it is so easy, but I still want to grumble a little bit. Like what made you decide? Because you've got to have moms that are like, Oh, Hey, how about you pound some sand? Yeah, I'm going to do some grumbling. Like you don't know me. I got to say, I'm sure you've got a lot of good stuff. Have you gotten some like snarky like hate comments have you gotten any of the good like how dare you tell me no not to i haven't so there's a first no, I'm just really <laughs> no people just say they don't understand like why would you even try this mm-hmm. um yeah. with but really we got to the point where it's so tiring dealing with all the grumbling people that we had to do something there's a lot of people in my house and all day long everyone was grumbling about something and it just got it wore me out. It wore us out. So okay. we decided to do something. So I people bet. that don't know, you have 10 kids, eight still in the home. Yes. Wait, what are the age ranges of the kids in your home? Okay. Well, the 25-year-old is only here temporarily. He gets his new apartment Good next month. You. So I'm kind of counting him. So the ones that are living here, 19-year-old, she's going to community college. And then I have six that I'm still homeschooling. And so they are 16, 16, 14, 12, 9, and 9 are the ones that are here all the time. Like, Woo! all the time. Wow. <laughs> That's a houseful. And you have 90-year-old grandma also in the house who's in pretty early, mid-stages of dementia as well. Mm. Yes. Right? Yes. And it says... So she grandma- doesn't remember. She thinks we don't feed her. <laughs> That's, oh. She basically thinks we're starving her all the time. Oh. She needs food. <laughs> I just have to say... That's an easy thing to grumble about. Like, yep. 
where you want to look at someone and be like, really? Do you honestly think we wouldn't feed you? Is that the kind of person that I am? Is that the kind of granddaughter I am that I wouldn't feed you? Really? Like, it's one of those things every now and then where you just want to be like, I'm going to burst yes. right now. But with eight kids, grandpa, you know, eight, nine, ten, it's 11 of you in one house. It really right. doesn't take much for someone to be grumbling all the time. Yeah. Right. Like, you could take turns... <laughs> And it wouldn't be like one kid's doing all the grumbling. You're like, hey, Lan, you got to take some chill right now. It's like, it could be anybody at any time. And that really would get overwhelming. Mm. It does. Yeah. So has this been a long process, short process? Like, what was that like kind of transitioning where, you know, so these things like you talk to your husband about, like, I'm thinking we should do a year without grumbling. He's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> We were at the point, so we had talked about it, because the thing is, because my last book was all about anger, because we adopted seven of the kids, so there's a lot of anger. So it's almost like, okay, we're not having huge blow-ups, like, Mm. no one slammed someone's head in the door today, (laughs) like, so we're we're moved kind of past that, Mm -hmm. but so it seems like grumbling maybe shouldn't be that big a deal, but it was so tiring that we said, we need to do something, and we talked about we need to do some kind of challenge, and I I know me, that if I just say we're going to go this week, like, halfway through the week, it's going to be over, so we had to make it big enough that we would focus on it, and then we also told the kids, like, if you can do this with us, we'll take you on a family vacation, Mm. so that there was a big enough incentive at the end so when i'm saying sitting them down and saying we're going to work on the scripture verse or when dad's reading from exodus about the israelites like they know this is something we're working on yeah and we could kind of like look forward to a family vacation at the end of it Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to like we're going to focus on this we're going to focus on loving our neighbors or being patient or whatever it is and then by the end of the day we're like forget it it's just like dieting or i'm impressed how long you've lasted without the sugar and without the grain so yeah that's really good But like, you know, it's so easy to just give up easily instead of really digging in and going through with it. Yeah. So my question is, is how did you get your entire family to buy into this idea? So we were actually on a trip. Okay. We uh, they asked me to speak in Seattle, and they said you could bring your whole family. We have a house for you on this on the ocean, and I'm like, okay. You're like, so do you we know drove. my family? <laughs> I know. Well, we drove from Little Rock to Ooh. Seattle. Wow. That's 2,500 a long... miles. <laughs> yes. How many miles? So, 2,500 one way. Woo! So we got to Seattle. And so everyone's been living in the car for three days with each other. Yep. And so we'd already been talking about it. And I'm like, this is it. The ride home needs to be different. And so as, you know, they set down the food, people are like, fighting and grumbling over the, who has more fries on their plate. So yeah. we're like, guess what dad and I have been talking about? And my husband actually like presented it to them and he mm. talked about the Israelites and they, mm. that's what God got onto them about. It's yeah. like they're grumbling over yeah. and over. And he's like, we're on vacation. You know, it's not like we're asking you to do your chores. It's like we're on vacation here and you're still grumbling. And so it was kind of the perfect storm of us being in a car for three days. Sure. Um, And some kids tell me. Yes. What kind of car and who's in the car? (laughs) Okay. So we have a Nissan Envy. It's a 12 passenger. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Ten of us were there. Grandma did not go on that trip with us. Grandma stayed home (laughs) with a family member. But so it was everyone but Grandma. Everyone but, we but grandma in the car. And, I mean, you know, 10 of you, 12 passengers, that's still... That's a lot. You're next to each other. Like, there's yeah. no... No way to go. There's no personal space. <laughs> there's no... Yeah. Ooh-wee. And you can just... 
like after a while that you just want to stretch out and like, I don't want to touch anybody. I don't want to be near anybody. Yeah. You're breathing kind of like, yeah, it can get on you. Yeah. So were they feeling it too? Like before you yes. went back and you're like, we're on vacation. Let's not grumble in the car on the way mm. home. Was there kind of like, yeah, it kind of stunk on the way out. Like, but it still feels a little overwhelming. Like, what do you mean? No grumbling. Like, yeah. But what if yeah. they do X, Y, Z? And what if they, you know, I'm tired of listening to and I don't want to hear and they're playing their thing and he touches me. And is there any of yeah. that kind of pushback? Like, but what if this, well, you know, some of the kids were like, yes, please. Like, okay. they're like, yeah. let's start this yeah. today. And I have some kids that are more compliant that are like, yes. And, you know, I mean, some kids are very not compliant. I guess that's the easy way. They're more strong-willed and stubborn, and they're the ones kind of stir up the trouble more. Yeah. So the ones who are more compliant are like, yes, this is something I've been waiting for. I mean, they didn't know they'd been waiting for it, but they were on board. Mm. Some kids were like, this is never going to happen. This right. is crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, and then some were like, oh, we'll try it type of thing. But I think the incentive, like at the end of the year, we're going to do a family. And we, we told them we'd take them on a cruise, which is something they'd wanted to do. And, you know, we did that $250 person where there's like everyone is shoved like sardines on the wall cruise. But it was enough for them to like, okay, let's do it. And so really on the way home, it was, you know, you could see like them taking breaths. And we talked about, you know, take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say it. So it was, I mean, just on the way home, it's just basic. Let's try to get home. And then, well, Mm -hmm. then we got started on like you know, at scripture verses and thinking about other things and what does grumbling look at? We figured out our grumbling styles because people grumble differently. Like some are very vocal, some roll their eyes, yeah, or like cover doors, or they make it known that they're not happy and they're upset with something, but they're not the verbal ones. And so, you know, when we got home, we sat down and said, okay, what is everyone's grumbling style? And I thought at first that people would be like pointing out each other's faults but then they really started to see it in their cells like mm-hmm. oh i slammed the doors like one of my daughters she'll get up and do her chores when you ask her to but she's slamming around because she really doesn't want to be there yeah so she's not the one like complaining so i think they really started when my husband came down he works at home he came up for a lunch break and they're like listen to my grumbling style <laughs> 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 that's like aware of the problem mm. and then aware of themselves because it's easier like to point yeah. Yeah. at the other person and yeah. what they're doing and so and they're like mom when you get tired you get really grumpy and just start grumbling about everything i'm like you're right it wasn't just them yeah it was me too and i think that was kind of harder because i had to be the example mm-hmm. and, and especially like on fridays at the end of a long week we've been homeschooling all week the house is a mess yeah i'm like yeah. rrr, rrr, <laughs> like grumbling and they would be like looking at me and i'm like oh all right i'm sorry guys and so Mm. it was totally like all of us were involved yeah that's awesome i get that too i grew up a very 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 compliant child like you could just look at me and be like what yes no sit stand okay Mm -hmm. you know and then i grew up to be a very strong-willed adult like Mm -hmm. and so i get both sides of that i know that the more overwhelmed i get the more i feel is on my yesterday classic we fired a writer and then all the work went to me, not the two of us. It's another organization I'm with. The, all the work just got dumped on me. And it was like, <laughs> I just got so overwhelmed that every last thing bugged me. And I sigh. I'm like, ah. <laughs> See, that's your grumbling style. Oh, right? yes. <laughs> it legitimately is. Yeah. And my son, oh, he's the sweetest kid. My goodness. He's so great. He was like, are you okay, daddy? I'm like, I am. I'm just so frustrated. I'm so angry. 
I want to vent and yell and I want satisfaction. There is none. I have to work a lot harder. There's just nothing I can do mm. but do the work. And I'm so right. frustrated and so angry and I want satisfaction and reparations and it's not going to come. And then the mm -hmm. dogs barked while I'm trying to record and I'm like, shut up, just please, <laughs> just shut up. For... Oh yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It gets hard. It is overwhelming. hard. Yeah. Mm. And then I wanted to yeah. eat all the sugar. That's what I wanted. <laughs> and somehow we think it'll make us feel better, like the sugar or, and we even almost feel powerful, like in that moment where we're kind of letting it out, yeah. mm -hmm. it's like, I almost feel powerful because if I'm like grumbling then all the kids will run and start picking up them stuff and in a way, like they're almost doing what I ask, yeah. but it's not the right way to do it. Yeah. Like right. it's not, I don't want them the whole lives to like feel victimized mm. by people and just like get into that role of yeah. doing to make Heather ha others happy and actually when we took one of our kids to therapy she would always be the victim and they said if you do that and you know she'll comply when she feels like she's the victim or whatever she's always going to find someone to be the victim yeah. too yeah. yeah i'm like okay so like i need to communicate well mm -hmm. i need to train my kids and we need to work on the chore charts and we need to understand like i was just out of town was you know recording at focus on the family <laughs> actually <laughs> so we're here it's like today Yes. You got to come to our studio like, next time. <laughs> come on. I, I could have stayed. I kind of just ran over and saw you guys. We're so close. So, it's understandable that the house is going to be messier today, yeah. that the kids yeah. are going to be a little off today. So it's just like trying to be understanding mm. when there's going to be hard days. Because kind of when I'm gone, for, I was gone for like a couple days, everyone's kind of, you know, out of whack. And yeah. So I think so many times we have these expectations, like things should go perfect. I'm home. We're going to get on our routine. Everyone's going to be happy. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And so just realize, like, don't have these high expectations. Don't, you know, think that everything's going to run perfectly and then turn to God like when we need help. Mm. And so even this morning, I'm praying, like, give me peace. I have one of my kids, you know, because I homeschool. It's a, just a struggling learner. And I'm sitting there just mm -hmm. trying to help her and it's like just give me the peace and patience to help her and then just you know god show me what will help her in this moment mm -hmm. yeah. and so just setting up those little tiny prayers instead of getting grumbling getting frustrated and if she starts grumbling you know just remind her like we can pray god can help us yeah. instead of just letting those emotions run that's so mm -hmm. important it really is someone has asked me the other day i was doing a show on just like keep moving forward you're the moving forward or backward he's like what do you do when you just don't want to i'm like oh I'm there for sure. I struggle with depression and anxiety, and there are days where I don't do anything. They really are. And I was telling him, try not to beat yourself up it, mm -hmm. because that'll make it worse. <laughs> but I said, I am wholly and fully honest with God. Like, mm -hmm. I let it all out. Like, <laughs> I'll come in the studio in here by myself and just tell the Lord everything because he is bigger than that. Do I get an immediate lift and an immediate response and an immediate answer to everything I'm feeling? No, but I get to vent to somebody. I get to vent to someone that actually cares, that laid his life down for me, that has my best interest in mind, that loves me more mm -hmm. than I can ever understand. And praying those prayers, I think, especially in Christians that have been in the faith for a long time, we forget how powerful prayer and talking to the Lord yeah. is. It's like, I know, I know, I know I should pray. I know I should pray. No, no, no. Legit, right now, consistently, mm -hmm. all day long, in the morning when you wake up, before you go to bed, as soon as when you get start frustrated, when you start to roll your eyes or sigh or grumble or whatever it is, you should be praying. Right, I know I should pray. No, no, no. 
stop and think about that. That prayer is so important. Teaching your kids that, Trisha, my goodness. Yeah, hats off to you. And I think there's a difference between like the Israelites grumbling, like, like over and over and over, and they won't stop grumbling. And then David, who was like, mm-hmm. I feel like alone here. I'm in a pit. Mm-hmm. It's my enemies like but then he turns it around like by the end of his psalm he's like but i trust in you oh lord yeah you are my rock you are my refuge so you say like he's grumbling but really he's pointing out to god yeah he's not like having god provide for him and just complaining about everything so when he's in the pit and he is having a hard time he will tell god let god know but then he's like but i praise you like yeah you are god god said he was like a man over after his own heart and so i think there's a difference between like pouring things out to god and then just grumbling to everyone in our lives because our life is horrible. And For whatever. sure. Yeah. yeah so yeah. did you have to teach your children like a distinction between just being real and authentic? I'm having a hard time and wanting to grumble, but mm. also I think it's like a mixture of wanting to grumble yet wanting to be authentic. Like, I don't want to do the right, dishes. Yeah. I don't want to do my homework and blah, blah, blah. But yet. Well, <laughs> so what what we usually do, because usually they're grumbling because they don't want to do something yeah. or they need help with something like uh, this math is so stupid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I'll say, are you asking for help? Because mm. I think there's a better way to ask for help. Ooh. I'd be glad to help you with your math. And so realizing that they are feeling frustrated and they do want help. But instead of me jumping in, hearing their grumbling yes. and jumping in saying, you need to ask a better way and I will be happy to help you. Mm. Sometimes in the moment, they don't want to ask for help. And I'll say, okay, when you're ready to ask for help, I'll be over here, whatever. I'll be in the kitchen. Mm. Come and ask me for help. And just realizing that I understand you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. I see that you need help, but you just need to ask for it mm. instead of sitting there and grumbling. So it just became, makes them be aware of how to ask me and how to respond to those frustrations because all of us get frustrated. Mm. Oh, for sure. And That's such a that. good distinction. Well, yeah. someone had told me recently to listen to your complaints, listen to the children's complaints, and then I'm like connecting it to their grumbling. But I love how you just switched it and was like, well, I hear you need help. Yeah. Um, let me, you know, is there a better way to ask that? I think that's a great way of reframing to get to a grumble-free zone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Did you know, like even with my daughter, and I just said, you know what? This is really hard for you right now. Let's just take a break. Let's take a break. You go do something. I'll go do something. We'll come back to this in a little bit. And we haven't got back to it. Probably, you know, after this, after we talk, I'll we'll get a snack. I'll sit back down with her. And, I, and she'll be in a better frame of mind. Because when someone is frustrated, yeah. if you just keep trying to push them, it's not going to help. No. I mean, oh, struggling yeah. learner, like, it's not going to help at all. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. You know, you mentioned chore charts earlier, and I know you've talked about having a schedule so you don't lose your mind. Before I get to that, though, I want to say sometimes parents listen and they've got one kid and they feel totally overwhelmed, but then they feel ashamed or guilty because you've got 10 kids and, you know, Kristen's got four kids and we've got two, and they're like, oh, I can't believe I'm overwhelmed. I've got one child. It doesn't matter. Being overwhelmed is no, being overwhelmed. No. Whether, I mean, yeah. you know, I remember mm-hmm. having one and being like, oh my goodness. And then having two and being like, oh no, you know, and then one goes, you know, <laughs> to a friend's house, you know, for the night. And you're like, oh my goodness, having one is so easy. Being overwhelmed is being overwhelmed. Don't beat yourself up for it. If you're overwhelmed with one or two versus 10, it's okay. There's nothing, no big deal with that. How do you work on schedules with yourself and your kids? Because sometimes it just gets 
out of control and then we're just grasping at everything at once and it's just mm-hmm. not working yeah, yeah that's and that's a really good point like when i realized like i'm just grumbling about all this stuff i actually have a life coach that helped me with this yeah. and she says like write everything that you are that is like bothering you right now about your life and so the kids don't pick up after the stuff like that was like at the top yeah. of the yeah, list for sure um, there's you know houses falling apart around us i mean and then you know there'd be other type of relationship stuff with friends or whatever all the stuff that isn't working then she said okay on one side it's the things that's not working on the other side what's one solution and so the very mm. first thing was a chore chart and that chore chart has been on the wall for two years the same one i laminated and it was like these are the days <laughs> of the week these are the kids and it has not changed like this day this kid has the bathroom the next day she has a kitchen the next day she has a living room and we're just rotating it through and all the kids know what they need to do and it just took me 20 minutes to figure it out and just by sticking to it like it's your day like i know you just got back from cheer practice or you just but it's your day like it's not mm. going to change and being consistent i think has been huge and then realizing there is a solution so for us just that one piece of laminated thing on the wall that doesn't change was a solution mm, right another solution was our big girls um so the one 14 year old and 16 year olds they do their own laundry and if they <laughs> my, my daughter's like an hour before work She's like, my uniform's not clean. I'm like, there's a sink. You can hand wash it and throw it in the dryer. You have to teach them responsibility. So I think just figuring out like one solution is instead of just letting it grumble, 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 just figuring out one thing. And then if, I mean, being consistent about it, I think that's another thing. We just kind of let it go and then we try something else. Just even if it's not the best system, figure out a system. Yeah. You know what? This thing too when you teach your kids how to do things, you know, when you teach them how to do laundry or iron a shirt or properly clean, you're giving them autonomy. The more we have to rely on other people and other things, the less autonomy we have, the more stress we have. And so teaching your kids, oh, you are fully capable of doing something that you didn't know you could do. You know, Mary Heffernan from Five Mm -hmm. Mary's Farm says, if your kid can run a smartphone, they can run a a washing machine. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait. Exactly. The washing machine's way easier than a smartphone. Way, it's like, pour, you're done. Push a button, it's all done for you. Like, oh, that's right. My mom taught me to do laundry when I was really, really little. And I've been doing my laundry my entire life. In fact, to the point where, like, when I met Laura... We've been married almost 15 years. I always do my laundry. I don't want anyone touching my clothes. Like, I like it done a certain way. It's easier for Laura because I just do it. I went to college. I'm telling you, the majority of guys in my college didn't know properly how to do laundry. And I thought, (laughs) how did your mom let you leave to go away to school for a long period? Not knowing how to wash clothes. Like... I mean, guys were shrinking things and things were missing. And by the way, today it's so easy. Like you can dump darks and lights in with each other. It doesn't really matter anymore. Like I don't, but you can. But I mean, I had guys with all gray clothes or half their clothes turned (laughs) pink (laughs) or some odd orange color. It's like you didn't do a good job. I mean, I'm sorry. Like you just missed out on a really easy life skill for a kid that gives them autonomy. Like, oh, your clothes can be, because some kids, they're like, I want my clothes clean all the time. And I'm gonna do laundry more than you're going to do it because I want it. That I, it was that was way for me growing up. Mm. Like I wanted to know I could wear anything I owned at any moment 
because that's the way my brain worked. And so I would do my laundry way more often than my mom was going to do it. I don't care. And she loved it. It was right. like, fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do whatever you want. Who cares? Yeah. You know, but it's still that way today. Yeah, we definitely have to train them. And I think so many the parents are just used to doing everything. Yeah. 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 Or even like our schedules. We grumble about our schedules. It's like, you're the one who signed the kids up for all this yep. stuff. Like, you don't have to do it. You're um, in our, charge. Our, some of our kids wanted to play basketball and they were doing Taekwondo. I'm like, okay, then we're going to have to take a break from Taekwondo. Like, we're just yeah. going to do one. We're not going to do both of them. And so they did. Like, I'm the mom. I'm driving them there. Like, yeah. You know, so it, it is, we're in control more than we think. But then we're grumbling because we feel out of control. But see, so mm. you, you know, you say yes, you say no. And I think that's really what it comes down to is we can make the choice. And then going before God and saying, is this something we need to be adding to our life right now, adding to mm-hmm. our schedule right now? I don't think we do that enough. And then we're overwhelmed. Our kids are overwhelmed. And then we're all complaining and grumbling about it. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Rebel Parenting. Hey, Rebels, this part of the podcast is brought to you by Care Of, one of our new sponsors. The website is TakeCareOf.com. The code word is Rebel Parenting, 25% off your first month. It's hard to get back into a healthy routine when you've been out of it for a while. And Laura and I know this. We've been out of working out. We just joined a new gym, and I wanted to kickstart it. So I've been trying to figure out what vitamins and supplements to take. And so I went to my doctor. He did a blood panel, and he's recommended some things. And right about that time, Care Of called and said, we want to sponsor the podcast. And they provide uh, supplements, vitamins, and they've got a really neat online quiz you can take. And I was a little skeptical, but I went through the online quiz, filling out the things that I want to do. I want to lose weight, gain muscle, and help sleep, and uh, have some stress, stuff like that. They came back with virtually the exact same thing my doctor came back with after the blood panel. Uh, He said I needed magnesium and vitamin D, creatine, protein powder. They came back with the exact same thing, and I was stoked. It makes it so easy, so convenient, shipped it right to our door, and they've got great tasting flavors. We just mix it up in our tumblers, take it throughout the day. It's really been a huge help, and what I really look forward to, Uh, look for in a company like this is the transparency. Where are the supplements coming from? How are they packaged? How are they brought to you? And they've got all of that on there. It's takecareof.com, code word, Rebel Parenting. Welcome back to Rebel Parenting. Did you miss us? It's true. I feel more overwhelmed more often than Laura does. And so she was like, well, Lucy wants to do rock climbing. And my first instinct is like, no. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to drive. I don't want to get one more thing on my plate. I don't want to go there. I don't want to sit for an hour. I don't have to do that. You know what? I was wrong. She loves it, and she's great at it, and she feels good about herself. I needed Laura to be like, no, she needs something. It's one night a week. It's not that big of a deal. You're the one that's overwhelmed. Lucy's not. Lucy's got her homework done. She's done all of her chores and her homework, and she's ready for rock climbing. It's you. And I was like, oh, it's me. I'm sorry. It really is me. Okay. You know what? It's now become, I forgot to go yesterday. I'm super embarrassed. I shouldn't say that. We forgot to take her. I forgot to take her, not we. I forgot to take her yesterday. But I've gone a couple weeks in a row and I like being there and seeing her accomplish Mm -hmm. something and get the smile on her face and get to be there. Because Laura gets to do that stuff all the time, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. 
I think sometimes she feels she has to do it all the time, but she gets to see those things in our kids more than I do. And I didn't realize how much I was missing by not being a part of it. Mm. And I'm so glad she pushed me into that. Well, I was just going to say, I'm sure your home has shifted since you instituted Grumble Free Zone or however you want to put it. But do you have like experiences that your kids have come back and said that the shift they've made has impacted other people in their life? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I think one of the things that I've gotten is like people from church saying mm. that they have noticed like the kids' attitudes, like your kids were so helpful today. Mm. And they'll they'll even say it in front of the kids. Our kids did VBS this year. Yeah. And one of my 14-year-olds and my 16-year-old, they were helpers in a room. And the two of the teachers were older African-American women. And they came up to me and they said, basically, your girls did such a good job. I knew how to help the kids when the kids got overwhelmed that we stepped back and we became their helpers. Aww. And so I think them working on themselves kind of gave them that confidence that we can step forward, we can act this way, and they can help the kids mm. who are in their grumbling yeah. um, with their attitudes. And so these older women are like, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Oh. Go for it. Oh, and I think awesome. really that came from us praying like, you know, you don't have to be loving, patient, peaceful, kind it's God in you. Mm, so whenever yep. you're feeling overwhelmed to turn to God, I think so many times we like tell our kids, you need to act this way and do this thing, but we don't tell them like it is God in them mm-hmm. working through them mm-hmm. that allows them to happen. Yes. And so yes. You know, when we started doing this, like one of our daughters, especially every day, cause we pray out loud, like around the table, she would pray for the fruit of the spirit. It's just like, that is it. Mm. You just have to tune into God. So I don't want everyone to say like, if you do these three activities, your kids will never grumble. Yeah. I mean, right. Hopefully I would love them to say like, your kids will learn to depend on God more and realize mm. that God takes it seriously. And then, so impacting other people, I think like other people, like in that experience, in church experience, they can see a difference. Yeah. Um, which is really cool to like hear that as a mom coming back. That's oh, awesome. for sure. Man. It's so exciting as a mom to hear <laughs> those like, things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> okay. You got to tell us how the cruise went. So you said if we go for a year without grumbling, because it's got to be longer than a year now. I mean, you put the book out. It's got, I mean, how many years right. has it been? So we finished last September. So it's almost been a year since we've been done, which Two years. like, well, I mean, grumbling still comes back. And I'm telling you, girl hormones, like one of our daughters turned 12 and I'm like, you were the child that never grumbled. And now we're having to work on this. So it's yeah. not like our whole family, like there's going to be different things that we still work on, but they have a foundation. They have a base kind of to work from. Mm -hmm. But so when we went on the cruise, where'd you go? Where'd you start from? from, Where'd you go? We went from Mobile, Alabama to Mexico. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it just, we two stops in Mexico. It was like a four day cruise. Like it wasn't this huge, but they loved it. They Mm. had steak and salmon every <laughs> night for dinner. You know, we're I a big bet. family. Yeah. We don't eat we don't eat steak and salmon. Totally. Yeah. I'm like they have they completely lost money on our family going on my cruise because <laughs> our kids ate steak and salmon. But the funny thing is that we had bracelets that said grumble free on them and so and then we took some to pass them out on the cruise. So they would tell people like we are here on a cruise. We just want to share this bracelet. Or we got to come on this cruise because we worked on being grumble free. And so wow. the, the conversations that they would strike up with people was really interesting. And one guy's like, hey, can I have some to take some of my kids back home? And my daughter gave him like three for his kids. And she goes, yeah, I would have brought them, but they grumble too much. Oh. <laughs> He said, maybe if we work on this, then they could come on the next cruise. You know yeah. what, Trisha? I, I want to jump right on that point. I want to talk about that. That is a huge, huge deal. 
I think families sometimes are like, it's hard to even hang out with my family. Like, mm -hmm. I just don't like it that much. And that can be one of the reasons. And getting rid of the grumbling or the bickering, like whatever it is that's causing that, like, I don't even want to be in the car with you. All you do is yeah. I can hear you sighing in the back seat and I can feel you rolling your eyes at me. You know, like that's a natural cycle that families go through especially we talked about when the hormones come through you know boy hormones get super aggressive and like ah you know i'm doing push-ups i'm just doing push-ups you know all day you know i don't know what to do with it girl hormones you know kind of go in and out up and down it's hard to spend time with your family when you're grumbling that much and so to say we want to like each other right? right and the other one that, that you started with it started with you and your husband Mm, right. Like it's yeah. not this edict that you laid down from on high, like you're all going to stop grumbling, you know, kind of thing. It's <laughs> we are going to join in this together. Like how hard was it at times for you guys to be grumble free as well? Oh, yeah. I'd want to get in bed and complain about all the stuff the kids oh. were doing all day. Yep, I and bet. so let me oh. like, so really it makes you think about Ooh. solving problems instead of just focusing on the negative. Mm -hmm. So instead of me just sitting down and they did this and then this, I'd say, I see we're having an issue with this. Let's think about <laughs> a problem. And then also just turning it back to praise. And I think overall, like the one thing that helped our kids the most was my grandma broke her back in the middle of our year. So in November, she fell in our house and broke her back. Oh. And so like Christmas, we were like dealing with grandma in a back bracing because she has dementia. She did not remember that she broke her back. So we had to have an alarm. So an alarm would go off when she tried mm. to get out of bed because we'd have to go put her back brace on. So and our homeschool room is right outside her bedroom. Yeah. And so we're getting up and having to pause and go help grandma who needs to go to the bathroom. We need to get her brace on. So it was like we did not when we planned started this. We had no idea that grandma would be breaking her back. Yeah. But... When she was there, she couldn't remember her. She had a broken back. She couldn't remember all these things, but she praised God. So Aww. she would lay there and she would sing praises to Jesus. We could hear her praying for her family. Aww. And I remember pausing on a, one homeschool day and I'm like, we complain about like the littlest things. And she has a broken back is flat in her bed yep. and she's praising Jesus. And it was just mm. like a reminder to us that like whatever circumstances that we're in that we think is challenging or difficult or it's not going our way, like we can praise God. And because my grandma had hardwired praise into her mm. life, like yep. she'd been a Christian since I was in second grade, that's when she became a Christian and she praises every day. And that was her natural outcome, even yeah. though she's laying. The, so I told our kids, we could either hardwire ourselves to grumble or we could hardwire ourselves to praise. Yeah. And so that was like the culminating like thing that changed us from going like, is this even worth it to seeing like, okay, when I'm eight, she was 88 at the time, at 88, I want to be able to praise God instead of grumble about everything. Yeah. Well, I love what you said about hardwire because I yeah. think whatever you focus on is going to occur. Like that's going to be <laughs> the fruit you're going to have. And if you're continually grumbling about everything, about your children, about your husband, yeah. about your church, well, of course, that's what you're going to have. And that just doesn't produce the love of Jesus, I think, mm -hmm. on some level, like you were talking earlier about the Israelites. Yeah. You know, and having your grandma there as an example for us all, just to be reminded, like, oh, yeah, could always be worse. Mm -hmm. look, yeah. for, look for the good. Remember to praise him. Totally. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we currently live in outrage culture. Yeah. Like Everyone's we're, complaining. It's We're professionally outraged all the time. Social media yeah. trains us to 
complain and to grumble to everyone all the time. Everyone has a voice about everything all the time. There's like all these, I hate to say it, but it's like these mommy Instagram feeds that complains about their husband all the time. And it's like, I get a joke every now and then, but I wouldn't want to be your husband. Like, I can't imagine with all these hilarious snide remarks you make about him every single day. Mm. The one thing I want to go back on, though, is the difference between grumbling about what was going on in your day versus talking about what actually happened to go to solutions. I see mm. we're having a trouble with X, Y, Z. Yeah. That's such a mature, it's hard. It's got to be difficult in the beginning. It's something you can learn over time, but man, in the beginning, it's got to be so hard to be like, <laughs> the kids were just driving. Well, I see that today we struggled with this. I wonder yes. what we could do tomorrow. To, that would be so hard for me. And I think it's been back and forth. Like one of us would start to grow and the other one would be like, well, I think we could try to work Ooh. on this. And so it's mm. both of us, you know, helping yeah. each other out. Mm. Um, it's not like one of us is a non-grumble and the other one's a grumble. It's like, yeah. it goes yeah. like this. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you're on the same team. And you know what I like about this too is as a family, you're all trying to go in the same direction. Mm-hmm. It's difficult for everyone at different points. You all understand how difficult it is. And you're giving each other space and bandwidth to have a hard time and to still go in the same direction. Mm-hmm. That's really admirable. Right. Mm. Yeah. And praising when someone doesn't grumble. When we'll see something, we're like, yeah. great job. You didn't grumble. And that has made a big difference, too. Oh, and sometimes I'll awesome. see the kids doing that with each other. Oh. Like, you just went did your chore without grumbling. I'm like, yeah. I like that they're praising each other about that. Oh, That's cool. awesome. Trisha, thank you so much. That's been fantastic. Let me see. The book is called The Grumble-Free Year. Mm. 12 months, 11 family members, and one impossible goal. I don't know who thought of your cover. It is adorable. Like, there's <laughs> the stick family. It is gigantic. And then there's one on the head, on their head on the side. I that's, love it. That's our littlest guy. Well, they came up with all these things. I'm like, can't we do something like that with, like, little stick figure? And that's what they... They Fantastic. put it together, but I kind of come up with the idea. So. Oh, we love it. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on again. Thank you. Can't wait to talk again. Sounds great. Thank you so much to Trisha for coming on the podcast again. We appreciate her. Find her book, The Grumble Free Year, 12 Months, 11 Family Members, and One Impossible Goal on Amazon and wherever books are found. Thanks for sharing this with your friends and family. We grow every month because of that. Thank you to The Voice of the Martyrs, helping those being persecuted for our gospel for more than 50 years. Persecution.com is their website. God bless, Rebels. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting.